Ever feel like you've got to get your should together? Is your should about to hit the fan? Have you been sitting in your shoulds for most of your life wondering if you could be more, see more, or do more? Welcome to Shut the Should Up with Candace Payne and Jenny Randall. We're both authors and speakers who want to stomp out your flaming bag of should. With a whole lot of faith, together, let's sort through the pain, purpose, and promise to find freedom in the things we tell ourselves we should and should not do. Because there's so much more in you. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us today. We are in season five, and we are so excited because in this series that we're doing, we are bringing in some special guests here and there. And today you are not going to want to miss this episode. It's going to be one that you're going to want to go ahead and bookmark it, keep it, save it, because if you are a tired mama, if you're exhausted and you don't know why, we have an expert to help us out. And uh, we just want to welcome you to the show today and say thanks for joining us and being a listener of Shut the Should. We love you so much. But Jenny, you've got to let us in. Tell us about who we've got today because it's going to be so good. Yeah. So we're in the middle of summer heat, which originally we were going to call this series Friends with Benefits. And I feel like our friend is going to bring some big (laughs) benefits today. So her name is Hannah Healy. She's America's number one mom coach and ordained Christian minister a master board certified life coach. And she is, wait for it, a mom of seven whose work is oh. funded, founded in God's word. I know, I know. I didn't, even, I just bulldoze right through. Mom of seven, you can respond. <laughs> what? And her work is founded in God's word and it combines faith and psychology to help moms create radical transformation in their lives. Amazing. Amazing. Everybody, give it up. Welcome to our show and our new friend, Hannah Keeley. Here we go. We know how to how to welcome somebody around here. We clap. Whoop, whoop. We do all the things. She's dancing. Have- you can't see it. Yeah. She's dancing. <laughs> I know. I love this audio world. Hannah, welcome to the show. How are you this morning? I am so excited to be here. Guys, this is fun. I love shutting up the should. This is great. <laughs> Me too. I I keep on thinking that I would run out of shoulds every now and then, and I don't. I completely find them every single day. And I'm like, well, there's another one. (laughs) I say I should over and over and over again. One of the things that I think I'm already gearing up for with this episode is you are an expert at something that's described as mom fog. Can you explain to us, first of all, just give us a baseline definition. What are we talking about? and What is mom fog? Mom fog is that absolute confusion you feel after you have a baby. You're like, what the heck happened to my brain? Like I literally am losing my mind right now. But the truth of it is you kind of are, and that's okay. I know that sounds weird, but I'll, I'll explain all that. But it's just that feeling of, stuck in a brain fog. I walk in a room. I don't know why I walked in here. My kids talk to me. I have no idea what they're saying. They're just like, whack, 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 whack. I drive away (laughs) the copies on the top of the car. Like you just feel like I'm losing. I'm just losing it. Yeah. And now are you addressing like the physiological aspect of it or just like, Hey, this happens to all of us. And so here's how you kind of push through it. Actually both. Because it does, it's a very common occurrence. It occurs with over, like, I think it was 85% of moms is Mm. this type of brain fog, but it makes sense 
there's actually a longitudinal study that was done with women who had babies. They did an MRI of their brain before they had a baby and after. And it's y'all, it's crazy pants. There's literally <laughs> anatomical changes that happen in your brain after you have a baby. You lose gray matter in your brain. I know. It's like, okay, so if I didn't have enough going on, now my child literally made me lose my mind. Like, what's <laughs> happening here? I have lost I'm not making this stuff up. This is so crazy. I can't make it up. But it's wow. not just that. Okay, it's not just that. Because after you have a baby you also have what's called an expanded cognitive awareness field. All this means is um, my brain is now responsible for keeping up, not just keeping me alive, but now keeping my children alive. So your cognitive wow. field now, how you're processing information is wide open because you're looking for potential threats. Your brain is always looking for potential threats. That's why you start a task, you don't finish it. You get distracted so easily. That's why you feel like, you can't remember why you walked in a room. Your brain is, it's like, have you ever been on your phone? And I'm notorious for this. And mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh, why isn't this loading? And I'm getting so frustrated at something on my phone. And one of my kids is like, mom, let me see your phone. And then always my kids like, oh my gosh, mom, how many apps do you have open? This is ridiculous. <laughs> and they're like, boom, 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 boom. Right. Like getting all these apps up. They're like, you yeah. have three apps open on your phone. What is going on? That's why it's so slowed down. So imagine your brain now has all the apps open. And that's why you feel like you're in a brain fog because your brain has physically and cognitively changed after you had a baby. Okay. I need okay. to stop right here. I need to stop right here. Cause hold on. I've seen a meme that says, my brain is like the internet with a bazillion tabs open and somewhere there's music plays it, playing and I don't know which tab it is. And that's so true. But I bet I know the lyrics. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? But let me ask you this, because I have to know, when is that supposed to go away? Because I've got a 14-year-old and a 13-year-old. And no. I'm wondering, you're saying after a baby, but here I am. <laughs> okay, I got some bad news for you. Like my kids, like my oldest in her and she's 30. Like I, my kid, I have grandkids. Okay. No way. Yeah. This, uh, -uh. Um... uh, -uh. I call lies. I call lies. <laughs> Y'all can't see this lady right now, but she looks like Britney Spears at the age 19. Stop it. <laughs> That's oh, that right. a good I assessment. Wow. Hannah. On a loop, like in my, in my brain always. <laughs> No, I, I really, I have some bad news. I got to break it to you. It's a longitudinal study. They actually looked at their brain seven years later, the same thing. So it, no, <laughs> but wait, it's good. It's, I swear to you, it gets better. I swear to you. It doesn't oh. stay like that. That's where I come in because I've discovered, like, I didn't know what was wrong with me. Girl. Yeah. Here I, okay. Here I was. I was a behavior therapist. I had a few kids and I thought, what is wrong with me? I was depressed. I had anxiety. Mm. My house was a cluttered wreck. I was broke as a joke, pay, trying to like just pay off debt. And I, I had accumulating more debt. It was like, what is going on? Like my, my life was like the biggest poop show in the world. And I'm like, I should know how to figure mm. this out. But all my strategies as a behavior therapist, nothing worked. That's wow. when I started diving into the mom brain because it's like, it's not working with me. All these budgets, um, the diets, the 
uh, wow. development, the decluttering programs, all these great testimonials. I paid off 12,000 in debt in one week <laughs> and I lost 68 pounds in an hour and all these things. I'm like, right. I can't do any of this. So the more I studied the mom brain, I'm, I realized all of these programs and everything that, that I was trying to do, none of them were designed by people and for people with mom brain. So I had to kind of crack the code on this and learn how to help myself so I could help other moms. Um, so where do I give you my money and start now? <laughs> I'll have a PayPal app attached to this. So. <laughs> Correct. Uh, Listen, because I think you just opened and read my mail. Uh, so, same. Okay, that's great. That's great. No, same. seriously. But it does get good because um, your your brain is like, imagine it's like this beautiful Louis Vuitton bag. Okay. Okay. As great as. I don't bag, know if we're that classy. Like, I'm just going to say. It's a classic. It's a one of a kind. All right. <laughs> you can still only cram so much in that bag. Oh, yeah. So as a mom, now that your brain is working overtime, trying to keep your children yeah. alive and scanning all the environment and looking for potential threats out there, hmm. we have to understand how to operate with systems that work for our brain as a mom to help us reach our goals, to help us get results. But understand the way that your brain develops is good because we have that, like, it's almost like we have that sixth sense, you know, hmm. that, that. Maybe your husband doesn't have, like, have you ever had a kid come home from school and you're like, I don't know, they're just a little bit off. And your husband's like, dude, they're fine. Like, no, I just, something's weird. They call it mother's intuition. Yeah. And you usually nail it every time. Like you're the one like grabbing your kid right before a car comes zooming, you know, in, in the parking lot. You just have this like extra hmm. sensation. You just know. So I would rather have the knowing over the processing any day because I would rather develop that relationship and that expertise as a mom to help my kids grow and to help their character and to help them to help my intimacy with them. I would I would sacrifice me thinking I'm losing my mind and having like attention span problems for that any day. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I, I know the mom intuition is a real thing, and I know it usually centers around friendships and relationships when I see it in my kids. Yeah, you know, absolutely. They come, they come home, and you're like, I'm like, who who hurt you today? What happened? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And, and, then, yeah. and then, like, you know, my daughter be talking about someone, and I'm like, oh my gosh, you are in love. <laughs> see it in you like we just know we just know those things i remember one time this is the this is the coolest story i um the 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 video games were hot you know what i mean like when you're like okay someone was playing video games i feel it they're yeah, not allowed yeah. to play. this is when they were little and they're not allowed to play during the week they were only allowed to play on the weekends so i was like all right who was playing video games walked in my boys room who was playing video games and my oldest son said, mom, it was me. I'm sorry. I was like, okay, well, you know that you're not allowed to play this weekend. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. Something didn't sit right with me. And I, and I like called him up to my room and I was like, dude, why did you say you were playing video games when you were, he's like, what, how did you know that? I'm like, I, I know these things. Why did you say that? He's like, I just didn't mm. want, I just didn't want him to get in trouble. His, his younger brother. And I was like, 
okay, that's cool. He's like, but seriously, how did you know that? I'm like, I, <laughs> I just know these things. Like me and God were tight, you know, like, who yeah. know these yeah. but yeah, so I love that we have that mind that can almost see into the heart of our children. I would rather mm. have that any day. Mm. I just sense a lot of our listeners like, okay, my brain is a scrambly little mess. I mean, I can relate <laughs> to that. A yeah. couple episodes ago, I actually shared that my doctor formally mm-hmm. diagnosed me with cognitive decline and amnesia. And we're like, okay, okay. So I was excited to have you on the show because I'm like, this is going to be my personal therapy session. So yes, girl. <laughs> I, one of hey, the first, link attached. <laughs> One one of your main verses that you use in your coaching techniques is Romans 12, 2, which is actually my life verse. Okay. So let me, let me read it. And then I'll let you expand on this. And it's, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is his good, pleasing and perfect will. Yes. So beautiful. So that, I love that that's your life verse. Because the whole world, like as soon as we have a problem, we always look for what do I have to, like you guys fill in the blank. Here's a problem. Oh my gosh. What am I going to, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Absolutely. 100% of the time. We always go to the doing. What am I going to do? Let me Google. What's the strategy? Yeah. What's the action I need to take? That is not what God says. He said, don't go to this pattern where everyone looks for the action to take. I remember being invited so many times to go on reality shows and help them like, you know, I'm going to declutter their home and then the mom's going to come back. And I like every single time I was like, I am not going to do it because they're going to come back and the house is going to become exactly the way it was before I even got in there mm. because nothing changed about the mind. Yeah. It changed about the behavior and the house is not cluttered because of the house, the house is cluttered because of the person managing it. And so like all of these things, if we try to conform to the pattern of this world and you know, you are, if you immediately look to, I got to figure this out. What do I Mm. need to do Mm. instead of that? If we could just take a breath when we have a problem and saying, okay, let me look at what I'm thinking right now. Let me just think about what I'm thinking. It's something that none of us do. Mm-hmm. We always have this knee-jerk response and we want to immediately take action. And that action, 100% of the time, will be not, it will not fit your mindset and therefore it will be unsustainable. Like, My goodness. Goodness. okay, so let me find the right diet to lose weight. Okay, do it for a week until you finally get so sick of it. Right. And you, and you abandon it. And then what happens? You feel like a failure because now you still need to lose weight. And now you have this, I'm a failure on top of it. So you just laid a shame blanket over the initial problem. So it feels heavier. Yes. Moms like who have tried over and over and over things to change their habits, change their thing, things to change um, how they're communicating with their kids or their spouse or how to change what they're eating or how to change how they're managing their home. It's like, stop, just stop trying to change this. And let's dive into your mind and see what you believe about this. Because if you crack that code, mm-hmm. everything flows. That's why we have to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Like we knew we have to get a new belief and we have to hold it and massage it into our brain until it becomes part of our subconscious. And then it's like, 
I've had people come into Mom Master University and they're like, I came in to like figure out how to declutter my home, but I lost 18 pounds. It's like, of course, because <laughs> you're working with the core beliefs now that direct your life and how you do anything is how you do everything. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> how you do anything is how you do everything. Explain that. Because the same core beliefs always drive your behavior forward. I can look at how someone has a conversation with their spouse and I know exactly how they're raising their kids. I know how they're keeping their home. I know how they're managing Mm. their money because the same patterns show up across the board in everything they do. So that's why like, don't try to like individualize what you need to accomplish. Well, I'm just going to get my house decluttered. Okay. So my marriage is a wreck. My kids, I can't stand to be with my kids. My money is going down the tubes, but let me just get my house straightened. You can't do that because wow. everything will fall to the level of your belief. So when we change the belief, so powerful, change the belief, you change everything. I'm going to, I'm going to amend one of your statements because I think it's, oh my goodness, that's got power in that. Everything will fall to the level of your belief. I also think you could add rise in there. Everything will oh. fall or rise to the level of your belief. Amen, sister. Wow. Because your life will wow. just reveal what you believe. What you see outside is just a mirror of what you see inside. But here's the problem. Wow. Like, it's like trying to change your circumstances without changing your mind that created the circumstances is like looking in a mirror and, and you, and and so you're looking in a mirror, right? And you Mm -hmm. see, wow, I need to put on some lipstick. So you get the lipstick and you put it on your reflection. Yeah. Like that's what it's like. You're trying to change what is the reflection, your home, your money, your marriage, your your life is a reflection of what you believe, change what you believe and watch everything in your circumstances change accordingly. I need you to stop being so smart. I need you to stop okay. it right now. I can't <laughs> keep up with it. But I'm, I'm sitting here. This. <laughs> I'm, gonna I'm sitting here things. really feeling like I need to PayPal you for the therapy you just gave me. Here's the deal. <laughs> I'm. I, I think our listeners need to clue in for one second. If you're in the middle of this episode and you feel like, yeah, Candace was right. I need. I need to bookmark this and come back to it. What I want us to do is just take a little inventory for a second. Take a breath. Um, we have just uncovered some major things that can shut shoulds down in your life. The things that I heard were how to shut the should of that blanket of shame. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you are in a cycle right now of shame, I want you to hear the pattern that she laid out so eloquently. It's always just trying to react and be reactionary. And the thing about reactionary in my life that has done me no good is the fact that attached to reactionary action is always a desire to control. And that's so counter a believer's life. Right. It's so counter to what we're called to. Like a fee, like um, Proverbs four, uh, 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge or follow him and he will direct your paths. I mean, it comes down to this idea that we're called to a life of abandoning our reasoning sometimes and following God and just trusting that he's going to know it. And you're saying our knee-jerk reaction is to control. Always. And it's, Always. Yeah. Now, not to even feel shame around that. That's just a human response. So yeah. how do we know that we're really trusting God? 
Are you stressed? Do you hold worry? I am so sick of people saying, I have anxiety. Quit taking ownership of something that Jesus told you you didn't even have to have in your life. Stop it. Anxiety is just an anesthetized word for fear. And we are told, Mm -hmm. do not fear. (laughs) But But the truth of it is, if you are holding stress, if you're holding anxiety, You are bowing your knee to a different God who you think can take care of your life, which is you, your resources. So I consider worry is the same thing as worship. It depends upon which God you're leaning toward. My goodness. Jenny, I feel like you're just over there processing. And I'm sitting here. I'm walking away. Like I literally, the reason why you just laughed is our listeners couldn't see this, but I got up and had to leave my chair to process that thought about anxiety because I'm going to be honest. There's, there's physiological stuff in you that happens. Um, I even, I even saw an Instagram reel this week that I've been putting to practice just because I'm like, maybe that'll work. But they said that if you take in two quick, short breaths and let out a long breath that you can just kind of rearrange neurons even, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, well, let's go. Let's do that. <laughs> <You know? Right. laughs> and, and I'm like, wow, I feel really good. <laughs> yeah. There's so power in just stopping, take a yep. breath. That's, that's why not that's us be still and know that I'm God. We have I'm to sorry. have a still moment when we can take a breath and realize, wait, 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 who did I make my God right now? Did I make? money, my God? Did I make my own clever intellect, my God? Did I make my struggle, my God? Or can I just make God, my God? And that's what we need to do. And that's still, it's not enough to just be still and take a breath. We have to rearrange and be transformed by the renewing of our mind. So we can decide, wait, where is my trust right now? So Jenny, how does your life verse sound now? Are you like, yeah, that's why I chose it. Exactly why. Or you're like, uh, thanks for adding some salt to my verse. No, it's, I, yeah, I just, I love it. I think really over, I'm an overanalyzer naturally. So really figuring out the root of why we do what we do is so huge. Right. And, and as peripherally assessing like, well, why am I responding this way in this moment? Or what, what does it look like to pull that root out and realign our, our minds and our hearts to God's agenda. And that's a whole, that's a whole process in itself. So Hannah, you are a powerhouse as we can hear. And I read this in your book and I've been laughing ever since, but I want you to tell our listeners this story, how you turned down. I didn't laugh because of what happened, but I laughed because you're a powerhouse and this, this story shows it, but how you turned down a publisher uh, a publisher. Can you just expand on that? Yeah, totally. Totally. <laughs> so, um, submitted the, um, you know, the whole treatment for the book, mom fog, um, put the publishing house, which was the largest Christian publishing house, um, loved it. They're like, awesome. We want this book. We'll give you $50,000. I'm like, what? I am <laughs> all over that. Like white on rice on a paper plate in a snowstorm. Like I am all on that. Right. So anyway, signed the treatment, I mean, signed, signed the contract, got the money, and then it was time to turn in the book. So I turned in the book, and I got the phone call, the ominous mm. phone call. It's like if it was a movie, it'd be like, 
It'd be like that moment <laughs> when like you hear the doorbell ringing and you know that someone's on the other side, it's like slow motion, you're walking in, right? So I got the phone call <laughs> and it was the agent, I mean, the editor saying, hey, so we have, we're having a few problems with the book. We're going to need some changes. I'm like, what? It's like mm. exactly like what I laid out. It's like just like some of the wording, like using words like prosperity and abundance. And I'm like, but that's all over the Bible. Like that's mm. what I put in there. It's like, yeah, but we just want a different book to hit the mom market. I'm like, so like what? Like how to do the laundry and how to stay on top of the chores. Like, yeah, exactly. Like that kind of stuff. I'm like, okay, mm. this eight step program that I created for moms has helped thousands of women get their life back. It's helped them lose weight. It's helped them get their, save their marriage. It's helped them develop great relationship with their kids, get their house decluttered. And I would have to change those steps. And she's like, well, yeah. And these were her exact words. We just feel it's too empowering for moms. When I what, wait, that, yeah, <laughs> that's the, that's the, oh no. Too empowering for moms in my mind. Moms are the most powerful people in this world. They are the ones shaping future generations. I knew when I heard that, I was like, okay, I'm going to have to think about this and call you back. And I went and talked to my husband and I told him the whole situation. And I looked at him and I said, what am I going to do? And he's like, what, what do you say? You know what you're going to do. I said, I know, but I don't want to. I already spent the money. I was like, I, oh, knew, no. I knew I couldn't with full integrity follow through with this. And they were like, Oh, you don't have to do anything. We'll get a ghostwriter. And I'm like, no, no, this works. So I literally had to get out alone, pay to get my book back, took the wow. ownership of it so I could self publish the book. And it has changed the lives of more moms than I ever anticipated. Hmm. Wow. I want to, wow. so I love theology. So I just want to add an asterisk disclaimer here. When you said they said it was too prosperity, I don't want people to mistake that verbiage for prosperity gospel, which means you're saying everyone needs to be healthy, wealthy, and wise by the way you think and things like that. Your your tactics are because we're following Christ, there is a natural prosperity that comes through living the yeah. abundance life in him. And because we're following Christ, we're, we're learning how to retrain our mindsets to live more like him. So when you mention mm -hmm. prosperity, it's not the prosperity gospel, right? But you're mentioning this abundant life. And I love that you demonstrated that in your response to these publishers. Yeah. You're like, yeah. you're like, no, I know, I know we're meant to live in the power that God has for us. And I just think that story is amazing. We, I mean, we're called to prosper. And I think people get it confused. They think, oh, that means money. God wants us to live an abundant life. Now, if you want to apply categories to it, well, it's just emotional, but oh, wow. financial, or it's just in my joy level, but not how I keep my house. No, like Jesus is non-categorical. He is a big enough wow. source for every area of your life. So I believe he wants us to prosper and to live full abundant lives. And he is not putting limits on that. We are the only ones that put limits on that. And when I think this idea of um, what's damaging about the prosperity way of thinking, you've still made money your source. 
Like, think about this. Mm-hmm. If you're like, you know what, let me like, let me like claim this verse and let me um, make sure I tie mm-hmm. let me make sure I plant seeds so that I get money. You've still decided money is the answer to your problems and you're not tithing and giving and believing because you know, God loves you. Right. It's it's the agenda of the heart. Yeah. Yeah. It's your heart agenda and motivation in why you're doing what you're doing. And what you're challenging moms and our listeners to do is to, again, it's that root. Like what is the root Mm. of your belief? Why, why are you doing the things you're doing? Why, why do you give? Why are you charitable? Why, why are you hoping to be prosperous? Is it it to get something or is it because like, like think about this. What if my kids were like, mom, I, I really hope that you'll feed me dinner tonight. So I saved a portion of my breakfast to give to you. Mm. Like, no, you have it wrong. If you want to share with me, if you want to give me back something I already gave you, it's because you love me and because you know, I love you. That dinner is done. Like God is not depending upon your behavior to bless you. Otherwise, we wouldn't need Jesus. We would still try to be righteous on our own. So God is not Mm. waiting for you to line up and be okay enough for his blessings to fall into your life. He wants to love you. He wants to bless you. He wants to pour his abundant riches in you in every area of your life, in your marriage, in your bank account, in your home, in your heart in the relation with your children, in your body, everywhere. But he's like, do you trust me? Do you know that I love you? Is that what you're resting in? Or is it still you're trying to behave your way to get a blessing? Because otherwise, why did Jesus come? Wow. I'm going to tell you right now, Hannah, this has never happened to me. We're, We're at a precipice I've never been at in being a host of this show is rarely have I ever done an interview where I'm, I'm more listening and not waiting for the next response that I give you and trying to keep the show moving along and doing a hosting thing. I'm sitting here receiving. And here's the question that I feel like all of us need to ask that are listening in because I've been listening with you listeners. Like I've been listening and leaning. And the question that comes to my heart, that I can't escape after just hearing that is simply this. What categories am I limiting the words of God with? Right. I mean, like the fact that you said that he's not categorical when Jesus said in John 10, 10, I've come that I can give you a life and give it to you abundantly. There's one category and it was life. Yeah. And this is where I feel like, there have been so many things that that push us into being better, doing better, trying to figure out, trying to trust, trying to lean in. When we're talking about the the absolute encompassing value that this podcast brings by saying, shut that should up, it's the should of saying, I should limit the words of Jesus to fit my life. Yeah. Or fit my understanding. Can we challenge all of us listening, myself included, today when you leave this episode to shut that shit up, Yeah, that you should limit the voice of Jesus and what he says? I want you to take inventory as you read scripture this week to take Jesus at his word, at face value. Um, I Gosh, even Jenny, with your love of theology and, and the things that you do when you dig and you tear apart and you get exegetical on us. I mean, like. 
I love that so much, but at the core of your heart, it all comes down to this is it's, it's just hearing Jesus, hearing the heart of God and knowing what he's saying. Yeah. And I think we add to it and we amend it and we categorize it more than we even understand. And that ultimately leads to beliefs about Jesus. Yeah. Beliefs about God and his trust, his trust level that we offer him um, becomes so diluted at the end of the day with everything that we add. Yeah. Um, this has honestly just challenged a new thinking in me today. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to leave this because I'm, I feel like I've got to go back through prayer journals and just be like redline it like an editor. Be like, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because- you got to buy the rights back. Buy those rights right. back. Yeah. Right. But his goodness will be limited in whatever area we decide to put the limitations on it. Mm. He will never override us being a free moral agent and us having um, the power mm. and the authority to create our lives. He will never override that. He's gracious and he blessed us so that we could go multiply, be fruitful, have dominion. Like this is why. But if we're like, well, this this can't happen mm. in my life, then I feel like sometimes God's like, whatever you say, if you say it can't, then I will have to honor that. Then it can't. And so this place where we're, we always, I feel like we're always blocking God's blessing and those areas of our life where we think I should have this together by now. Mm. I should have figured out this health situation by now. I should have gotten my marriage to work by now. Okay. You haven't. So this is where we open up and we change what we believe about this area and line up our thoughts with God's word and watch something miraculous happen. So good. Man, friends of the show, I know that we are only scratching the surface of what these resources are that Hannah's put together for us. So Hannah, can you tell our listeners where they can find you and find the resources that you have so awesomely taken a loan out to get back and give to the people. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I will actually, we just made this available. This is so cool that we're doing this podcast right now because we just pulled together the mom fog book, the audiobook, which I read and I added bonus material to, we have like this, um, meal plan, this workbook, like all these cool resources. We have a meditation wow. for you. And we made this available for less than $5. So you don't have to take out a $50,000 loan. It's $4.95. So that I just wanted, you know, so this is why this happened. I'll be really quick, but I was in a Starbucks one time and this woman was, she had one toddler pulling at her and she was holding a baby and she's like, Oh my God, I just need a cup of coffee. I need a latte right now. And she's, and the barista was like, girl, I got you. I got you. And I was like, man, I know exactly how to change her life. Like I looked at her and I was like, give me 24 hours. I can change her life like mm. 180. And I was like, what if I could do that for the price of that cup of coffee? And I, so that's why wow. we did this. That's why we launched it for $4 wow. and 95 cents. So, and so for the price of a cup of coffee, you can have your 180. It's all the resources are right there for you. Wow. Where, oh, where do we find it? I didn't tell you where to go. Sorry. So I was like, okay, <laughs> uh, Anna, what do we do now? <laughs> Let's say it again one more time, real clear for everybody. Momfogbook.com just launched it. Love awesome. that so much. Wow. Shut Jenny. up. That should quit saying Come it should on. Be different. <laughs> no, it shouldn't. It should be exactly the way it is because you've created this. Now create something different. So good. 
Jenny, you have anything you want to add to today's episode? I mean, we're just, we're just, like you said, scratching the surface on the yeah. freedom that we have in this life because of Christ. And I think you've opened up a really yeah. good conversation. And I know we, we didn't get to all the tips and tricks, but our hope is that you'll go and dig in some more and recognize if there are those unhealthy patterns or those roots that have really dictated you to live a life that feels almost bound up by something. Let's let that shit go and walk in that freedom God has for you. So check out momfogbook.com. That's my closer, Candace. I landed it. You landed it great. Hey, everybody, <laughs> until we talk to you next time, we're encouraging you go visit that website, get that resource for less than a cup of coffee. And, uh, you know, if you've enjoyed the show and what you're listening to, go ahead and leave a review. Five stars is wonderful. Anything less, don't waste your time. <laughs> <laughs> and until we talk to you next week, y'all, shut that should up. See you next time. If you've been inspired to stop shitting yourself, head over to iTunes and write a review and just give us all the stars. If there's one thing you're going to should yourself with, you should subscribe to our show so you don't miss an episode. See you next time.